And good morning and welcome to VSA Capital Five Minute Morning Miner on Wednesday, March the 29th. We're halfway through the week. It's going to be a long old week. How you doing, Paul? I'm fine, thank you. Trying to wade through all of these uh, uh, late uh, quarter uh, releases now, so lots you of wait. them in mining. You wait till you get to Friday, last day of the <laughs> first quarter. It'll be a nightmare. Anyway, let's uh, get going. Let's start with what I call the Carlsberg of mining. Because uh, if Carlsberg did mining, they would do Central Asia metals, camels, it's known. Um, look, it's 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 all very steady as she goes, which it always is with camel, and they pay out 47% of their free cash flow as dividends, a 20p dividend for you. Um, what what are, what are your views on it, Paul? Yeah, the final dividend they reported today on the full year results was 10p, so that brought the full year to 20p uh, per share. Steady as she goes on the production uh, statement here too, 14,000 tons of copper production, uh, 21,500 tons in zinc and 27,300 tons in uh, lead. That's a little less on the zinc and a little bit more on the copper and the lead than it was uh, this time last year. They put out forward guidance here that's a little bit conservative here where they're going to have they think a little bit less on the copper side, or at least predicting that, as well as uh, a little less on the zinc side, but maybe a little more on the uh, lead uh, for concentrates. And on the 23 guidance, they'll complete their uh, paste backfill and dry stack tailings uh, there for this SASA mine, as well as the initial phase of a central decline there at sasa in macedonia north macedonia and then they'll have the uh, so they think they'll have the solar plant completely built uh, out there for the kunrad de copper leach in kazakhstan they did take a 55 million dollar impairment but that is due largely to non-cash charges uh, on the routine impairment tests that they run against their assumptions on the uh, exchange rates of the U.S. dollar to uh, their uh, to the euro and the tenge, as well as to the assumptions on metal prices. So the bottom line is, is they're simply adjusting the balance sheet to reflect what the uh, outlook is on the U.S. dollar and the U.S. metal prices. Yeah, they do also talk a little bit about um, you know potentially another project uh, where they talk about a number of uh, projects they've done. Uh, DD on, um, they've, um, they've signed NDAs on 17, they've visited two sites, uh, they continue to look for new deals. Uh, the reality is actually SASA is such a huge project, isn't it? I mean, they can just carry on with SASA to a certain extent, but I think the market would love them to get to grips with a, a good deal, a nice sort of tricky one where their, their skills as a management team, which clearly are very strong, uh, can be put to good use. Um, that's what And they have the debt. And they have the debt completely paid off now, uh, so they're completely uh, free of debt on the balance sheet. So that means that cash builds uh, here as uh, the quarters uh, build their uh, profits. Uh, so that just makes it that much uh, more compelling to do a deal. Sometimes you just have to jump in the water, don't you? But it's always scary. <laughs> anyway, there we go. Uh, we do like a camel. Unfortunately, the market is is uh, it's actually off a tiny bit um five percent just because it would love camel to do something but i mean it's uh as a stock it's actually just been really steady eddy the last few years 
uh, trading between about two forty and or two two pounds two eighty, but um, and one of the better dividend uh, yield payers as well, oh, concerning it's a mining stock. So terrific yield player. So I mean, I think all the shareholders are pretty happy. Um, no problem there. Anyway, let's move on to actually. There's two interim results today that in, are inextricably linked, which is Tectonic Gold and Kazira Global. Obviously, the reason they're inextricably linked is they both share a project down in South Africa, the um, uh, the Mineral Sands project. Um, so, Paul, what was your take on those two? Well, it, uh, talking specifically here about Tectonic Gold as it's uh, a VSA client of ours, uh, it's a statement there on their interim results and to best summary statement is to say they um, managed to get some things done despite the ob obstacles uh, that uh, tried to get in the way as far as their timelines to completion and costs are concerned. They did finally complete the latest round of drilling on the Goldsmiths uh, Reef Mine uh, in Queensland on, our, on their Specimen Hill project and that drilling did uh, prove uh, depth extension of uh, gold grades uh, under the uh, historic workings to some depth so that'll be something that uh, hopefully they'll be able to um, put a new drilling program into just to see uh, how much volume they can put together here on goldsmith's reef they also did get the mining license issued uh, in that joint venture with the uh, kazera global for uh, mineral sands uh, uh, production there they do also have it uh, funded uh, with a Black Economic Empowerment Consortium uh, such that they get most of the economic benefits while the uh, payout uh, of uh, uh, roughly a 45,000 uh, million uh, or 45 million pound valuation uh, on this loan is uh, com uh, paid out. And they do have an obligation on some of the mine tailings there from uh, previous diamond mining in order to try to extract the diamonds as they take out uh, the heavy minerals as well. Their loss for the period was only 105,000 pounds, so very nominal uh, uh, loss there. And their cash position at 31 December was just shy of 200,000 pounds. Yeah, you don't need to worry too much about the cash. They get a load of R&D tax credits, which are about to come in again from the uh, Australian government, which will cover all their costs anyway. Uh, and I think, you know, there's no question that they're looking for a farming partner at Specimen Hills. So actually the cost of another drilling program won't come to them, it'll come to the farming partner. So look, you know, it's sort of, again, we're, we're sort of waiting for something to happen really with, with Tectonic. There's a lot of value inherently in there and it probably is all lying within the mineral sands, but it's just a very complicated sort of joint venture there. As you say, you know, um, Tectonic own 10%, but they have the economic interest of the BEE 30%, so that gives them 40. Kazira has 60. Um, it, it really needs sort of, for my better word, cleaning up and, and to a certain extent for the market to value it. Because Kazira also, we just saw AMS, which is a, a Singapore-based outfit, but also actually it's run by a guy um, in, in Melbourne. Uh, take out Richard Jennings at a 50% premium to the current share price. Now, I think it's good to get rid of Richard Jennings, uh, or at least that's what the market's perception was, which is why he's prepared to play a premium, because he's he's not particularly appreciated necessarily in the stock market. Um, that's not my view, boy. that's just uh, sort of the market view. Um, but uh, that stock's gone nowhere either, because again, I think people just find it so complicated of who owns what and how does it all work. Is that a fair summary, Paul? Yes, I would say that was a, a pretty succinct way to put it. Yes, you, you've also got you know 
Dennis Edmonds, the CEO of Kazira, is on the board of Tectonic. It's just, it really does need sorting out. Anyway, anything else, Paul? Yeah, I wanted to quickly uh, cover two things on the uh, exploration and mine development state, both of these on ASX listed companies. Uh, first of all, uh, Ecuador Copper Gold Explorer Sunstone Metals, they have confirmed a new ore zone discovery on their Bramaderos uh, project in uh, uh, Ecuador it has existing uh, nice uh, find uh, grading uh, about half a gram uh, gold per ton uh, as well as byproduct copper uh, at Bramaderos but this target called Limon is outside what they had estimated to be the upside potential uh, on the project just not that many weeks ago. Uh, the Limon target uh, showing a hole of 177 meters uh, grading just at one gram gold equivalent per ton uh, beginning from near surface. Wanted to point out to investors here that there are a couple of media releases uh, subsequent to this that are out on places like Proactive, but what those media things haven't mentioned is the fact that this drill hole 17 was put down on a zinc anomaly um, at Limon, not on a gold anomaly and not on a copper anomaly. And the microscopic analysis of the breccia in the core shows that the zinc mineral sphalerite is intergrown with uh, the free gold uh, in this particular zone. And uh, the CEO of Sunstone says that this is the way it's supposed to look for a nice, juicy, um, mineralized uh, copper porphyry, uh, is to have this uh, uh, peripheral zone to be showing in copper or in gold and zinc. So wanted to make sure uh, investors understood that. The second point to quickly to say is that uh, Gervois Global, the integrated cobalt producer listed in, on the ASX, has decided to halt construction completion on the Idaho cobalt project there in Idaho, and they are citing the current low cobalt price as well as the inflationary costs on construction so they're choosing to uh, hold back the start uh, up of the mine and ore body essentially to uh, get a better margins when they do so it's, it's funny, about 80 percent complete so it's the, not a um, insignificant decision to make it's funny isn't it paul you know three four years ago everyone was raving about cobalt you know this wasn't enough it was the best thing since sliced bread and now no one seems to give a damn uh, and it's just funny how some of these commodities come in and out of favor. And the volatility around trying to invest in them, I think. Yeah, not easy at all. Anyway, there you go. Very good, Paul. Thanks a lot. Uh, we'll speak again tomorrow. Very good. See you then.